Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Going Racing Podcast here on the channel, on Spotify, whatever you listen to. We are back for episode, I think, 26 or something like that. Yep. 26. Um, we have a lot to talk about this week. So we had an interesting cup race, uh, definitely one of the better ones of the season. We had a very interesting start to a Formula One race in Britain, uh, as well as we have a tiny little bit of NASCAR 21 news to talk about that we're actually going to start off the podcast with in just a moment. But I am joined, as usual, by my good friends of Jay Cook and Matt O'Brien. Jay, we'll start with you. How are you doing this week? Anything change over the last week? Uh, then I got my second COVID shot today. Not really. I'm, I'm honestly fully expecting to feel like crap in a couple of hours. Uh, I, I'm not expecting to, to be one of those people that don't have symptoms with their second shot. Matt, how are we doing? Uh, I've been going into work, working on some, well, obviously I can't talk about exactly what I'm working on, but let's just say um, not particularly enjoying uh, <laughs> what I'm doing right now. But it's like that sometimes. Sometimes you just get screwed. But, That's the that, way it so. is. Life's not yeah. fair, as they say. Yeah, I won, I won that league race one day. There you go. So that, that was pretty good. PSES? Yep. Was it the one? I think you posted it on Twitter. Truck Series? Yep. Yep. Nice. Um, my week was all right. I'm alive for another week, so I can't complain. Um, So we'll start off with some NASCAR 21 news. So they, or Motorsport Games, came out and posted... Two pictures. Yeah, two screenshots of New Hampshire. Like two or three of New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Um, I mean, overall, I mean, if I remember, I'll post the actual pictures on the YouTube video at this point. But um, overall, I mean, what do you guys make of just the graphics? Obviously, that's all we really saw this weekend. In my opinion, I'd give it out of a 10, I'd give it like a, a 6 5. Which, that sounds low, but to me, that's actually a pretty solid rating. I, I try to be really tough with my rating scales because it doesn't look, you know, Formula 1 2021 good, but it looks still like, a, in my opinion, a really big step up. Like, I'd give F1 graphics a... They look tremendous. I'd give it an 8. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm thinking like a 6.5 would be kind of my rating with that. I don't know what you guys think about the graphics. I'll start with you, Jay. What did you think of what you saw there in those screenshots? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give my rating, but I'll say right off the bat, it's gonna be elevated just because it, I was not expecting the game to look like it does. So I'll go with an eight, uh, and that's simply because I'm just kind of surprised with it. And honestly, if you ask me in a couple more weeks when I see more of the game, it'll probably go down a bit. But just currently, what I'm seeing at the moment, with especially as well with obviously you know they're posted to look the best they can possibly look, so it's possible that uh, you know uh, there's a little bit of manufacturing with photos going on there, but. Uh, I was very impressed to see how good the lighting looks, uh, to see how much improved a lot of the stuff is, especially like when they showed that screenshot of the fans, uh, and then also the pit boxes and, and also spotters on top of the uh, on top of the media box as well. I was, you know, so far impressed with what I'm seeing, but not impressed with anything else. What about you, Matt? What did you think? I mean, I I I, I I'm not gonna give like a number rating, but I'll just say it looks good. <laughs> Like yeah. I think that's that's it does look good. like it looks good. It looks yeah. good. Um, obviously we want to see actual gameplay at this point. It this teasing stuff isn't this isn't it. Motorsport oh, games. This yeah, isn't well, it. <laughs> so essentially, 
Yeah, they 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 dropped like two screenshots, and then yesterday they dropped a, like a thirty second clip of mm-hmm. might as well call it screenshots, but basically more like a cinematic camera of just moving down a straightaway. Yeah, um, oh. and it showed the crowd moving, which is a nice little touch that we'd never really yeah. see in the current. I, games. I don't know. I don't know. One thing I was a little concerned with the graphics is if you notice the one the the one cinematic where you can see the tree line in the background, it looks really pixelated. I did not, but I will definitely look at it again. Um, yeah, um, it's a little hard to see because it's so far, but like you can see, like that tree line don't look good, but it could be like a render distance thing, right? Too. Um, but like, I mean, it looks good. I mean, it looks unbelievably better than the Heat Five. It, it looks better. like a lot more attention to detail. It looks like um, it looks like what I would expect, like what we need. So. And yes. uh, there's something there's something funny just to point out. The first two drivers we know that are in the game, at least it's two numbers, because we don't really know who's exactly going to be in the game just because of license licensing stuff like that. Uh, the 78 and the 53. Uh, there's just a little comedy in that, but because <laughs> you can see because the because the one McLeod. picture shows the 53 uh, pit stall. So. Um. Uh, I mean, it, it looks, yeah, I mean, it looks good. Obviously, immediately, I'm like, there's definitely, like, room for improvement. But uh, overall, a huge too. step up. And I'm, I like it. If it looks like that in-game, I mean, I'm very excited, at least graphics-wise, for NASCAR 21. But, of course, we still do not have a single bit of gameplay for this game that we know Based off of documents, it's coming out late Q3, which is September. Um, so we're we're closing in months. on yeah, we're closing in it, on it, August. It, it's most, it's less than two months unless it's a late September release. Um, and I mean, we're being we've been critical. It's like, what's going on? Honestly, this is this is what this isn't how you're supposed to market the game. Simple. That... We're we're not being shown the most important part of the game, which is how the cars are driving and stuff. Um, I, I want to see both gameplay as well on a, a controller and a wheel, if possible. Um, because um, I I'm curious to see how the controller will play because obviously it's R Factor Two physics, and uh, I've played R Factor Two on a controller. It was better in my opinion, uh, to deal with the car than, like, keep five on a controller, but there was still definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of flaws with controller play on our Factor 2. Uh, but, even with the wheel, I would like to see a lot of improvements with the physics from our Factor 2, so hopefully they have worked on it even more for the NASCAR version. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I, um, one thing I do like so far is and it's not confirming it, but the pictures appear to be is it looks like different times of days mm-hmm. are there because the screenshots they showed were morning in the morning, and then the video they showed the teaser video they showed it was like a at middle of the afternoon, right? So hopefully day-to-night transitions um frankly it would be absolutely ridiculous if there wasn't day-to-night transitions i'll say this obviously now we know it's on the unreal engine as well as they're working with studio 397 r R factor 2 studio 
I would be unbelievably shocked if we did not have dynamic day-to-night transitions because yep. Unreal Engine makes it obviously easy to do it. Plus, our Factor 2 studio helping out a ton with this game. They have day-to-night transitions in that game um, as well as weather, dynamic weathers mm-hmm. in that game. And I really, really hope that maybe not this game, but it would be really cool if they worked with Studio 397 to bring in a weather system as well. Uh, because it was that I feel like in R Factor 2, that's probably the best dynamic weather I've seen in a racing game. Because like in F1, the the clouds and stuff they just kind of appear out of nowhere. Just like they all of a sudden are covering. Yeah, it, it's really fast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if we don't have rain in this game, it's fine. For right, uh, it just be cool. But at, at least clouds, yeah. like moving through the sky, would be really, really. And nice. like R Factor. I intentionally like turned on it started in dry and it went to rain later in the race and I could see the actual storm coming in it just didn't come out of nowhere you could literally I was watching it lap by lap getting closer and closer to the track I was doing it at the Daytona road course and it was like the coolest thing ever Um, and I mean of course it helps with knowing when it's coming instead of just wondering when it's going to appear out of nowhere but yeah that was so cool that would be obviously like i don't think that's a major thing that needs to be in the game uh but i said like at least give us cloud cover and like dynamic cloud movement and if possible allow that to train change the track temperature as well and like affect the handling of the car and also like just track evolution in general with like rubber being added should change the track too run be able to run different lines because you know like if you have oh, to rubber yeah. in the top line or something and then eventually it gets rubbered in enough i mean that's just... that's 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 a huge problem in every racing game is multiple in, in nascar at least multiple lines it i i hope we see it because i mean even i racing has the issue of multiple lines don't exist generally there are exceptions but like even i racing can't get it right all the time yeah, I feel like it's very hard to get it, but and like they're the same with like iRacing's fix is at this point is adding grip strips, which is just it's horrible. Let's I'm just yeah, gonna put the, the grip strips. The grip strips are horrible, and uh, talking way further ahead, just Gary will understand it after we do Richmond and Nitro this week of how bad grip strips are. Um, but yeah, I, I I hope we have options because like NASCAR, he like every track single file man. The only exception is what Iowa. Yeah, you can go wherever you want there. But uh, Iowa's not even gonna be in the game, so. How do you know? Because it's not on the schedule this year. What if we have Xfinity and trucks though? It's not on any. Oh, NASCAR it's not schedule. on anything. Oh, Correct. really? Why not? I didn't even know that. Is it because of COVID? COVID. Okay. And, yeah. Oh. And, and the track just isn't very financially good. So. I actually didn't know that. Uh, maybe we're never racing there again. Um, yeah, no. And this would be very disappointing. I was going to say, that's a fun track. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, so the Olympic break is now underway. So hopefully we get some gameplay. I mean, they're teasing the game. Yes. Ha- I, I think this weekend this- is is gonna happen. It's it's this week or next week. It's happening. 
it has to happen. Well, we've been saying it has to happen for the last month, so I mean, like, I don't even know. Yeah, either way, I mean, they still waited too long. Um, if they drop anything this weekend or not, it was still uh, too long of a wait. You have to imagine it's this week, though. This week or next week, like an actual reveal happens. Yeah, I would hope. And I don't want no goddamn cinematic shots or like non-gameplay shit. Like they're gonna show the cars going around the track from like a TV camera shot, and that's yeah, we what, don't want that. That's what that's what I'm expecting from the trailer, 100. percent And I'm fully expecting that to be it. And guess what? I'll be pissed if it is. But it's what I'm fully expecting. I also expect that. I mean, honestly, at this point, if there's not gameplay in the trailer, they have massively failed. I I think they need to just. It's very straightforward. They can just give us one video going around a road course, around an oval. Give me one video around Coda. That'll give me, like, everything I need to know on how the car drives. Or, yeah, if there's not going to be gameplay in the trailer, then, like, right after that, or maybe the next day after that, then start releasing gameplay. Like, you have to, at this point, you have to have gameplay when you announce the game since you've waited so late. Like, if there's not gameplay when you announce it, what are you doing? I feel yeah. like the uh, race introductions are going to be really big this game too. But um, probably, I, I guess one of the head guys that's working on uh, with Motorsport Games on this game used to work with Codemasters on F1 as well. I read into so that's another positive sign. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we still don't know much, so uh, we know there's a it's... a paint booth. <laughs> yeah, Woo. I think I think I speak for all three of us. We're incredibly frustrated at this point and it, it it's almost to like getting to the point where like i don't know when the trailer drops i'll be that hyped because it's like that annoying yeah because like the hype has come and pushing. gone mm-hmm. and now it's just like oh it's finally here like okay this yeah. should have been out a long time right. ago already. Like, instead, we'll, instead we'll get it it's gonna be fucking finally you, you you did something you should, you should have done a month and a half ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Unless something of, like absolutely crazy gets announced, and then I'm gonna yeah. be like, oh, mega hype. But yeah, um, if it's just a basic game and they took this long to announce it, then what the heck are you doing? I think they got well, something up their sleeve. But that, that's I don't what know I kind of think too. If they're taking this long, you know, but I mean. So, so I, I, you know, it it sounds ridiculous, but technically we are in quarter three. What are they going to jump in the next one? I hope not, because I still got to finish my Heat Five career mode. Well, they said back half of it as well, or back part of it. Well, yeah, but you know, they could be bluffing a bit too. You never know, right? But that was in a financial document to like their investors. I don't think they're going to bluff to them. Yeah. True, but like, let's just say they announce it, and like, literally, like, three days, it's like, oh yeah, the game's coming out. That would not be good. I don't think it would be good, but I'm almost expecting it at this point. It would be a very NASCAR thing to do. In my, opinion. I mean, we see, we see how like the how the uh, Monster Games, you know, that the like the Tony Stewart games, they're like, yep, oh, oh yeah, it comes out next week, by the way. Yeah. And he was like, eh. And then you forget about it in like four days. Oh, yeah. Like, and then they're like, oh, next year we got to do like, one. They, they, they released DLC for the game. I'm like, really? 
I yeah, I heard about that. Some like super late models or something. I don't know what yeah, it was. Like, but... Whatever. Yeah. I don't even. I don't I'm even, I have zero. So glad here's I didn't buy that. You, you want to? Here's the thing with it. You already you know what exactly it is. You know exactly yeah. what that game is, and I have zero. I'm already playing it. I watched a couple minutes of gameplay, and it was exactly what I thought it was. It's just NASCAR Heat. Like I heard, the physics are different. Not like unbelievably different, but like they're. But it's it's better. NASCAR Heat. But yeah, like it, it's the same exact approach as NASCAR Heat. Yeah. So um, they were going. The you're going full throttle around these short tracks that SRX is racing on. But yeah, <laughs> I I got asked a ton by people. They're like, please make a video on this game. I was like, I'm not buying this game. I'm sorry, <laughs> I have zero interest in it. Uh, you know, a part of you know, like a part of it is like I kind of realized a lot of these people, they literally only have played NASCAR Heat. Like, yeah, uh, you know, you know, Kyle Busch Five and Nitro. Yeah, I was in a party with like Gail and a few others, and he's like, "Yeah, the only two games I've ever played are Fortnite and NASCAR Heat." Man, and, and that, like you're every, seeing everyone them. in the party, everyone in the party is just like. Your expectations are so low. It's like you don't even you you don't even know what it, like an actual good game is. Well, it's like I'm seeing some people play that are like kind of in a similar situation where they only like played NASCAR, and then they're they're hopping onto F1 for the first time ever, and like, like they're just blown away by like the presentation of this game and just the graphics yeah. and how it plays and the career mode and it's just like. For us, it's like we've been getting F1's been doing this for like five years. They've been pushing in this direction. We're used yeah. to it, but like, and then that's why our expectations are set so I think high for NASCAR, and why we're like right. continuously. I'm 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 not disappointed. I've never been well, other than like Heat Evolution or something. But well, like, I, I wasn't was... disappointed with Heat Four slash Five. I mean, I enjoyed playing it, but like, obviously, when you set the but bar the to F1. Fine. The games are fine. It's just like, but like I, I have a hard time calling the Heat games legitimately good games. I like them a lot more than the Utechnics games. They do, they're kind of like the same tier, but they do different things better. Physics is better with Utechnics. Yeah. For me, it's weird though. Because I came that was in. That's the one thing that I felt like was better. Yeah, I agree. That's like the only like thing. The thing. And the paint booth. Paint booth as that's, well. That's like the hugest thing. Yeah, that's, that's like a pretty big thing. Yeah. I mean, even though it's one, maybe, and, and the paint booth too, maybe it's one or two things that they did better. Yeah. The physics part is is like incredibly, like, incredibly large percentage of the stuff yeah. you need and to you do. Think, and you think like tracks like, and you take this game, the tire wear was different at every track. You know, like Atlanta, you would literally lose two and a half to three seconds over the run. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in NASCAR Heat, literally every track, the fall off is the same. It's like around a second to a second and a half. Mm -hmm. And it's the same way. The car just gets looser in an unnatural way. And I hope it's different. It, it has to be different. <laughs> But, um, I would. I mean, it's based off of the R Factor Two tire model as well. Yeah. So. Um, and I haven't done a race on R Factor long enough to test it out, but like, so I have no, I have no knowledge on their tire model. But uh, you know, you know something, Gary though. Hmm. 
you know, once the game actually does get announced, you know, maybe you can uh, maybe get someone on the podcast. Some, you know. Rusty Walrus. Maybe. I can try. Or someone, or, or, or like an actual, like, person from Motorsport Games that can actually talk about it. We'll see. We'll try. I'll see what I can do. I got Rusty on DM. I can get him. Oh, yeah. I know you have him on DM. Um, That one yes. tweet you did last night, that was tilting. Oh, man. I found the algorithm. You just you, tweet about NASCAR about 21 and your tweets pop off. <laughs> that tweet, that's got to be your most liked tweet. Oh, I had one that hit like 700 before. It was a meme oh. with Dale Earnhardt. But like, I've done three. <laughs> Jay knows what it is. I've done like three NASCAR I, I, I 21 tweets and they've all had like 400 likes now. Yeah. Rusty um, was like, oh my God, you got me. He thought I was actually about to like. Leak something that yeah. should be leaked. Um, oh, oh, so you're telling me Rusty has wait, told so you that stuff? Mean, yeah, that means that Rusty has told you something. No, no, huh? like he didn't even know. He just thought I had that I somehow found something out. Uh huh. So, uh huh. We know, I legitimately, we know how Gary is. I legitimately haven't been told anything. See, see, this, the, as soon as this podcast ends and all the streams end, then he starts. He's gonna start blurting out random, random stuff about the game. <laughs> All dirt tracks are not in the game. They couldn't figure it out. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I, that good. would be I, people would riot if Eldora and like Bristol dirt and stuff were. Well, Eldora is not going to be in the game. But the, Eldora, they don't. Oh go. yeah, that's right. They don't go there. It's Knoxville. It's well, Knoxville then I'm right. Bristol. Eldora is not going to be in the game. Like, come on. Oh, I got to tweet that. That would be, yeah, because people are going to be like. Dude. Oh, that's a good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, keep on going. So, um, anyways, that's, let's move it's gonna on. Be, it's going to be Knoxville and Bristol Gary, Dirt. Gary, I got three tracks that you can name that are not going to be in the game that you can pop off, dude. Okay, you, you yeah. Can say the Chicago, Kentucky, and and Eldora <laughs> yeah. are not going to be in the game. Uh, they're going to like prove us wrong. I, I think, I think, no, 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 no. I think you just should say Eldora because that that's going to be so funny. I got this. Hold on. I got breaking NASCAR twenty one info. <laughs> Oh, you monster. Eldora is not going to be present in the game. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just waiting until like I get some DM from a, like, a NASCAR Heat person and be like, what are you doing? Um, okay, so I got breaking NASCAR 21 info. Eldora is not going to... Oh, I need to do like the... I need to put some spaces in between. There we go. Alright, it's out. Oh god, let me see that. Oh, that's gonna be hilarious if it actually is in the game for some reason though. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, you just broke you, you just you just broke the NASCAR game. Everyone's gonna be like, what the heck is going on? Why is this not happening? It's like, well the NASCAR don't go there. <laughs> Um, oh, that's oh, that's great. Great. I hope that tweet pops off too. We'll see what happens. Um, back <laughs> on track. We'll I mean, is there anything well. really to talk about? Is there I, anything else to talk about? No, I, I think we just transitioned to actual NASCAR now. All right. Let me, before we get, move on. Motorsports game, release a damn trailer. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah. Should we? Okay. Talk about the silly season stuff first, because it happened before the race. Or 
Or we just it. wait? Do do you do you? I don't really okay. care. Um, we'll get it out of the way now then. So before we talk <sighs> about New Hampshire earlier this week, um, and yesterday. Seemingly every day after our podcast. Yeah, I was like, you gotta be kidding so, so, me. Tomorrow or something. something, something. something. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's gonna be like, something huge tomorrow, for sure. So, yeah, I woke up. It was, did we do it Tuesday or Wednesday? It had to been Wednesday last week, right? Yeah, because I was off the next day, and it would have been Thursday. So I woke up Thursday, I opened up my phone, opened up Twitter, and it's just this boom. Like, Harrison Burton 21, Car Austin, Cindric in the two. I'm like, okay. Good morning, NASCAR world. So, Magic Benedetto's out. Which there was an interesting uh, little bit from Roger Penske that I'll mention. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so, um, Benedetto is gone. He needs a ride. Harrison Burton comes in. There was a couple interesting things I found from this. One of the big ones was um, the reason Benedetto lost his ride is they want a winner. I'm like, why are you putting an Xfinity that. guy that can't win this year in that car then? But you want to know something? He has more NASCAR wins than Matty D's whole career. He does, unfortunate. Hey, I mean, you can say, I mean, yeah, I get it. Like, a lot of his career didn't have the ride, but facts are facts. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, and the fact is, is. I'm still a firm believer that he's underperforming that equipment in that car. Let's ask Jay, not his thought about the performing. Um, did okay, you good. see? Because I was. I was <laughs> did you see this whoa, coming, whoa, Jay? To... Uh, yes and no. Uh, I would say for. I mean, obviously from. Last year when he got announced that Cindric would be going to the 21 up until probably the Kozlowski rumor started this year, I was fully expecting the Benedetto to be out of the 21. Uh, and then the whole Kozlowski thing started happening, and so your immediate thought was, okay, at first maybe the Benedetto goes to the 2 and the Cindric to the 21, and then it got really changed to, okay, Cindric's going to go to the 2 and Dibby would stay in the 21. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, Harrison Burton is rumored to be going to that car. So... It kind of got me caught off guard, but at the same time, it was something I came into the year expecting. So I'm not really taken back by it or surprised by it or, or hurt by it or whatever. It was something I was already expecting anyways, and it was just that glimmer of hope that, okay, yeah, maybe, cool, now we can stay in the 21. Uh, but something that I was already expecting is happening anyways, so I'm not that affected by it, considering I already, already kind of knew what was going what was going to happen. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't think... To me, it wasn't a surprise, just by the way it was sounding. It was something that was coming. Um, but Matt, Harrison Burton going in the car, what are your expectations as well? Of course, we don't know what the next-gen car, that team could fall off a cliff. They could get really good. We don't know. But, like, what would you expect from Harrison in that car? I, I, I don't know. Like, it's such a weird thing because, like, 2020, you know, Harrison was pretty pretty damn good. And then he's kind of fallen off this year, and you're just really confused about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he won four times last year, and he won, like, two of the last, like, three races, and you're, you're honestly kind of expecting him to be really good this year, you know? Like, he's not been horrible, but he hasn't won, and it's just really weird. 
But like I like I said last week when the rumor was popping, it makes a lot of sense for Harrison to do this to get out of Toyota because he's the odd man out already. And we all collectively thought it was going to be Harrison. Yeah. So we were Based right on, on that. The info. Door bumper clear was right. And shock. Spoiler alert! Shockingly, door bumper clear didn't say anything this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how he does. I'm sure he's going to be bringing some sponsorship with him too. He's got that luxury with like uh, Dex. So he might have that with him, but. Um, yeah, that was only one piece of the news as well. Actually, before we move on from uh, DeBedetta, Roger Penske was saying that I guess they made it pretty clear that he had one year, no which was this year, to like build his resume, and then they were moving on. Like They were not taking him back whatsoever. Like Basically, he was saying, you never had a shot, Yeah, you got your hopes up. And the and way Matt yourself. talked about it, it was like he had no idea this was happening. Which so, is interesting. Um, I'm, I, I, I think I'm tend to believe Roger Penske. Yeah. I mean, you feel bad for Matt though. At the same time, he's had so many opportunities, but at the same time, I, I, I like to pull for him and hope he does well. Um, and I just want to see him get one shot in a top car, but obviously when he has a season like this in the car, it doesn't help his case. Um, to be fair, they got rid of the crew chief. So Greg oh my god, that interview, that thing you posted on Twitter, oh my god. <laughs> that shit was so funny. What yeah. got posted on Twitter? The, the thing, did you see Matty D's 10 minute interview? No, I didn't that he watch did anything he said. Okay. No. Literally, it was just a 10-minute video. He never said his name, but it was you knew what he was talking about. It was he literally was, just a 10-minute video trashing Greg Irwin. He was he was roasting Irwin, yeah. It was really? a 10-minute video just saying Greg Irwin sucks. Yeah, because huh. all he could basically say was is we got the new crew chief and the team's finally clicking and we've struggled all year long and have not had things go right and all this stuff. <laughs> he, he, he didn't name Greg Irwin at all, but you, you could tell you what he was knew. talking about. You knew. And, and you can see it in the performance too. Once they got the new crew chief, all of a sudden now they're they're able to run top ten, and they actually had a decent strategy on Sunday that just didn't play out. So, oh, I'm you know, I'm just way too little, way too late. But I'm just saying, you know, all of a sudden right. now he's starting to perform kind of like we expect. So, but I mean, I it sounds like Roger Penske didn't didn't really care how he did so. Yeah, just what he said. I, like he was no matter what, he's gone. Yeah, it sounded like he was done. So, unless he won like three races or something. But I, there's there's still the whole point that even so, Dibby was not able to negotiate with other teams until last week. That, that was that was bizarre. He's yeah, a, he's like, and that, that's he, probably why he thought that he was going to return to that car next season because I I'm sure there was internal talks of him returning to that car because Cindric was obviously the obvious choice to go to the two. And then comes out of nowhere, all of a sudden he's out. Yeah. And it, it takes until half the season's over with, over half the season, and and boom, you know, it's all of a sudden he's got to look for a ride. And so. I'm going to be frank. I, I, and Steve Latar was like, Frank, you know, like, I don't know if you saw what Steve Latar said. He was like, Oh, I saw his, yeah. And, and, that, and that's honestly like 
kind kind of how I feel. And to be frank, I think there's really only one option for him. Looking at how everything's playing out right now, and that's if Anthony Alfredo gets fired from the 38, or go down to Xfinity, or trucks. I, I didn't see what Steve Latar said, but I guess I can look it up and later. Uh he said you didn't win. Pretty it's much, it's yeah, yeah. You, you didn't win. And and and, 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 and here. Pinsky's talked about it before. He likes people winning, and he'll resign you if you win. So I mean, yeah. Um, and you know, Pinsky runs his business. You win for him, you get you get to stay with him. Man's a billionaire yeah. for a reason. But uh, along with the whole Pinsky thing, was not only the Wood Brothers car, but obviously uh, they finally announced, of course, Kozlowski was leaving the two. Austin Sindrick will be driving the two car next season we all knew that was going to happen uh once we saw the brad rumors of leaving in general so that was no surprise whatsoever so centric the last year's champion of xfinity could be another champion this year if he keeps up what he's doing i would assume it's hard to it'd be really hard to hard to bet against him at this point and yeah so i mean i'm interested to see how he's going to do uh because he he's been in, like interesting to watch because he came in just as a, a road racer pretty much he's done and, some old races this year yeah but like his, his strength was you know like he's a road guy and he's really transformed into being competitive on anything yeah obviously i mean that's obviously how he wins an xfinity series championship so uh it, it's been cool to see that i i think he's a cool dude uh definitely like not my favorite but I like Cindra quite a bit, so I think it's I, obviously it was the number one choice to put in that two car, in my opinion. So, uh, not much to say about that one, I don't think. Obviously, yeah, we, we, yeah, all, I mean, we all knew that it, was coming. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 about the. I mean, it's gonna be the same thing we're gonna say about uh. Zlowski and Roush. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday, they announced Kozlowski to be uh. Uh, co-owner of Roush. I don't know. I don't think they're changing the name. I think it's st- still going to stick as Roush. No, no, it. no, Bob. There, there, there is a uh, article saying yes, they're changing their name. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, there, yeah. So, but no real details other than Kozlowski being added to yeah. team name in some way. Either way, they said obviously he's going to have a big role, and then when he's done driving, he's going to have an even larger role within the team. Um, who knows how far that is out? He's 37 now. I just saw it today because he's going to become an owner at the same yeah. time Tony Stewart did. Same, yeah, and their so, stats are pretty very similar, similar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, cool for Brad. Obviously, I I don't think that team will be a winning team in the first year, but they could sneak out next maybe gen. a plate win. That is next year. That's gen. the thing. Who knows? Like they could come yeah. out as a top team, but we'll have to wait and see. So I mean, yeah, it's cool for Brad. I think it's a good move from Rose Fenway. And I mean, I mean yeah, I mean like like I said, can't go wrong signing signing a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. I mean heck all you gotta do is win like ten races in the Cup series. I think you'll be a Hall of Famer. Because they, they put think, so many people in. I, I mean they they've now slowed down tremendously though. It's yeah. only three a year now. So Um But and, yeah, that's... And I mean like all right, do you think I mean, at the pace they were going, Jamie Murray was going to end up in the Hall oh, of Fame. Oh, 100%. Dude won like seven races. 
I mean, the lone fact that he's got a 500 win, he might, he probably will actually end up in there one day, but uh, that's besides the point. Yep. Um, I guess that was all the silly season news, I think. Yeah. Um, Bob, other than Bob saying like the free main free agents are Ross, Kurt, yep. Maddie D, Newman, and, uh... Newman out, Newman apparently out, 99% out. Um, because they, they made a statement like maybe he does rush part time and stuff, but uh, as I, this is what I think about the Newman situation. He does part time with Rush or he retires. Pretty simple as that. Um, and then he's like, and pot and Eric Jones, Tyler Reddick, and Eric Amaral are also in play for silly season. So that'd be interesting. Like, if Amaral somehow got kicked from that ride after New Hampshire. We'll talk more well, about that soon. <laughs> I, I I'll talk about, I'll I'll say it for that too. So I have some strong opinions on what happened. <laughs> I know you do. Um yeah, cool for Almarola, by the way, but yeah, I got a strong opinion about that I'll talk about. But honestly, do we move into the race now or Yeah, yeah. So have... Yeah, I mean we can all agree it was a great race. We went out I go into the weekend, I'm like, this is gonna suck, it's gonna be boring, I'm not gonna enjoy this race. They announced they were not putting the PJ1 down. I didn't give a crap. I said Good. this race is still going to suck. <laughs> I was proven way wrong. Um, I was very impressed. But... PJ, it, hey, can we, I think oh, this is yeah. proof. PJ1 sucks! Get rid of it. I mean, actually, I guess I, they're considering that now. <laughs> I, they have. I mean... Let's just... Uh, be, getting sidetracked again but like i think we do have to talk about pj1 because the race was great without it and my personal opinion is that pj1 is too good we see it everywhere they go they just run in the pj1 yeah yeah and then the intended thing for it is an extra groove of racing no all it does is move the groove to a different location if they applied it in multiple locations they apply it to 80 feet at Texas. They don't change shit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Texas if they're going to do it, just apply it to, to the whole entire corner. Let the drivers run wherever they want to run. Yes, there we go. But but then that defeats the purpose of what they're trying to do. Well. What, you want to know what they should have done? At Texas, Texas, you know what? Like the top 10 feet all around the rim. That's all they should have done. But here we are. Texas is the worst track in... You're going to make a case that Texas is the worst track in racing, period, right now? 100%. I would consider I the, one of the worst racetracks on the planet. Space I, I, exists. Well, you know, at least, at least you know, cars won't commit Sudoku on the track. I'd rather watch, a, 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 like, seven Spain GPs than one Texas race. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Texas does the. To be frank, the PJ one has destroyed the track forever. The only way they can fix Texas is redo it. I, I think <laughs> they absolutely point. have to. And they have to at some point because, like, it's and the worst track. It's way too expensive. You got roasted by Denny Hamlin. That's how you know you need to do something. Probably. Um, I, I right, let's actually get into. That's how you know you do something considering Denny roasts anyone and everyone. Yeah. Uh, 
So should we roasted by William Byron, then there you go. I couldn't take a William Byron roast seriously whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, how about the how about the Quinn Hoff roast? <laughs> yeah, that was... That was good. That was so funny. That was comical. Quinn Elf, man, he's a dude. What a legend. Popped off. Uh, yeah. Uh, to your nuts on Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. All right. So the race goes green. Then lap six happens. Well, apparently before that, I was already there. The guys were like, "It's <laughs> already <was> wet." <laughs> they were like, it's, "It's the track's already getting wet. Like, why are we going green?" <laughs> But they went green for about two minutes. Well, no, about three minutes. It was six laps. But yeah, and I wasn't full. I was already. It was lap six. I was already not paying much attention. Um, and then and then the top two are dead. Yeah. Well, I just hear the commentators like, oh, and I look up and I'm like, what the heck just happened? Like, I was just hard in the wall. And then True, Denny Hamlin goes spinning. I'm like, what the heck's going on? And it took me a it's second raining. to register what was happening. I'm like, oh my god, the track's wet. Um. Yeah, uh, this 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 big negative. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. This was nice job, NASCAR. Embarrassing. <laughs> we saw um, what they uh, stopped the race at the Daytona Road Course for, and then they went and then they sent this race green <laughs> on an oval. That they sense. were talking about using wet tires. Yeah, uh, that's what I was like. Where's the wet tires at when we need them? Yeah, uh, that that's just comical. Um, but Kyle Busch was so mad he hit the pace car, which that was hilarious. I was like, when he did that, I was like, oh, this interview is going to be top tier Kyle Busch. That and honestly, yeah. he, he honestly for Kyle Busch, he took it really well. <laughs> He was pretty, uh, pretty chill. Tame, yeah. I, I, th- speaking uh, of I tame, can't say it or I'll get in trouble. <laughs> did you see that Kyle Busch video today? Oh, the- glorious. That was something, wasn't it? <laughs> something fierce. I'm just scrolling through my timeline and like <laughs> Kyle Busch is just twerking on my Twitter and I'm just like, what to is going offspring? on? That's what I woke up to. <laughs> I woke up to a tweet from Gary and I'm like, oh, Gary shared a tweet with me. Let's look at it. And all I saw was Kyle Busch's ass twerking at me. That was a great way to start off my day. It's <laughs> like, what is going on? It, it was glorious though. What other absolute... universe have I woken up into? <laughs> I love Kyle Busch. Oh man, dude has oh. a good time off the track. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, that made the day right there. That was hilarious. But um, um Yeah, um frankly embarrassing by NASCAR. You know what? I think it needs to be said it and just in general, NASCAR officiating has been horrible. Lately, like it's on a road year. course. There was that pit cycle thing this year like, with the tires. Well, what, what, another one. If you honestly think about the Roval race in the Xfinity series last season, was kind of ridiculous. Like it was funny as hell, just to watch everyone like slide off the track because it was literally a monsoon. But looking back at it, I was like, man, NASCAR really was stupid that night. <laughs> yeah, to even race that, and. Yeah, Daytona Road Course, the the Kansas thing with the tire. You can even say Coda was a bit of a disaster. 
with like the true X or I can. Yeah, there was moments there. Yeah. The Charlotte truck race was completely unexcusable. With the you know the slow car on the track. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And yeah. That um. This pat and, and and this and it's just like what what is going on right. NASCAR needs to get in gear because, like, the drivers aren't happy with NASCAR with, like, their distancing, whatever the hell they're doing, and this isn't helping. No. I, I don't have much to say on it. it like, we know they screwed up, you know? <laughs> it, it's not good. And even, even at the end of the race, did you hear the reason? What, for the, uh, the caution? The short. To end the race? No, the Yeah. I, I mean, I assume it was for darkness, but I, was there something else? Yes, involved? yes, it was. But you want to know what really, really set them up for it? Mm. They said their window, the windows they were in, in like their booth, they were darkly tinted. Oh, oh dear. The well, and the, what was it? Eight laps or something? It would have had extra. Uh, the race, yeah, it was about eight, eight so or like, nine laps. We couldn't have added on. Like, was four minutes? No, the gonna... windows were too tinted. Yeah. Darn, well, track's got to fix that. Open them. That has nothing. That has nothing to do with the track. That has nothing to do with anything. That's crazy. Like, uh, maybe I should go outside. Nah, nah, nah. That'd be, that'd be way too complicated. No, no, no. Like, what I just have, like, hey, hey, uh, Bobby, can you just uh run yeah. outside real quick and see how dark it is? Either way, that's another question they should have been asking officials. Around the track, like they do with the or race. spires, or any driver except, except for Eric Almarola. <laughs> yes, the dude was saying but, it was too dark with like seventy-five laps to go. So was Matty D, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Either way, yeah, I mean that that was a lot of weird drama. Thing is, too, is is the the official sunset was not until eight thirty. The sun is not down at eight thirty. Whatever it was, the sun is not down at the actual time. They were still like 20 minutes away from the sunset. And they only I, needed I, eight I, laps. Yeah. That, you telling me minutes. that you can't hang on? Yeah, for four minutes? Yeah. Sun isn't going to magically go down in four minutes. Yeah. So I mean, I think Almarola actually was, if, unless someone held him up again, like Austin Dillon, they, I yeah, think he would still won. It doesn't won. change the outcome. It doesn't change the outcome. But, uh, I mean... Ryan Blaney won stage one. I don't think much happened after that in stage one, right? Just other than nah, there, there wasn't a lot of um, drama except for it was just downright good racing. Yeah. Um. Obviously, um, yeah. Bubba spun. He actually twice. um. He, the only one I remember is he got into Suarez and went around. Yeah, and then there was the yeah, and then there were, he he's credited with another caution early in the race with Alfredo. Okay, I don't even remember that. He didn't um, spin. He didn't spin. Alfredo hit him and like spun or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I remember. I think it's he. I remember Alfredo. Yeah, going it was early. Or something, but... Yeah. Um, and then there was the uh, Quinn Hoff mm, yeah. Newman thing. <laughs> Newman just straight up dumped him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was, and then we See, got the Quinn Hoff tweet. Though, is that when you look at that? Is that just like showing how bad Newman is that he has to dump a Starcom car to get like through? Uh. I'm not too sure. <laughs> or does that just show 
Now the star car um car is in the way. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, um it was I funny. Didn't, you didn't see the other driver have to dump him. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Newman is like, get out of here. Yeah. Bizarre to say the least. Um. But yeah, I mean that leads us to the stage final three stage, happens. Yeah. So we Those knew all the way. We knew going into the stage, NASCAR was like, "Yeah, we're probably going to call it early." Yeah. So teams at least knew, but we didn't know when. But they said that it was going to be like a ten lap warning, basically. Like we're going to call it, yeah. and then it'll be ten laps to go. And we saw a few drivers trying to really, really stretch it and hope that that ten lap to go was going to come quick. Yeah. The longest one was what Debetadetto. Yeah. Didn't work. Gotta credit them. They're, I mean, they're in a must-win situation, so I mean, there's no point I mean, in trying still, to points race. And even in doing it, they took a two-tire stop and still rebounded to get a top ten, and were like oh, a few spots off where they were. Was it eleventh? Okay, well, still, they were only still a couple better spots than what they've been they doing originally. Yeah. Um, so. but Al Marola was just hauling the mail. He was battling it out with Kozlowski the long run, and man. whatnot, and that long run. The the beginning of stage three was great with Kozlowski and Blaney going at it. Yeah. And like Kozlowski was moving Blaney around, giving him the bumper. Harvard got up there in the mix. He led a little bit yeah. there in stage two. And then and then all of a sudden Elmarola's long runs kicking in and just like, is this really happening? Yeah. And my fears grew higher and higher. Lap by lap, I'm like, he's gonna win this race. Mm-hmm. Is we got a guy that's run twenty fifth all year long that's gonna come win. Straight up win too, like you just downright beat everybody. Um, it's yeah, not like a well, McDowell type it, win. It's, it's it's definitely a weird thing because I like going into. I wasn't surprised he ran well because Stuart Haas seems to have their seven fifty stuff in check. And I think Fords we, are generally good in New Hampshire as well. Yes, and it wasn't surprising he ran well. I had him. In, I picked him in fantasy because I'm like. I think he can have a good run here, and he has he he has had good runs here before. Um, but yeah, him winning, uh, <laughs> having uh-huh. the best car at the end of the race is uh playoff implosion. So, <laughs> um, for Eric Gamarola, I'm happy for you. I think it was cool that you won. I'm not a huge fan of you. I'll be honest. I, I Almarola is in like my bottom ten, but I think it's cool for him. I'm happy for him. But I am so annoyed with the actual win because a guy now 23rd in points, not 27th anymore, but 23rd in points does a Cole Custer from Kentucky last year. Comes out of nowhere, wins a race, and then takes someone's playoff spot away that's trying to get there the right way of actually being consistent together, not just getting one win and then, you know, running 25th. That's what NASCAR wants. It is what NASCAR wants, but it shouldn't be. Uh, But, I mean, it obviously adds to the intensity because now we got, like, a five-point race instead of a hundred-point race. Yeah, between the RCR boys. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's going to be interesting now. I mean, at least it made it more interesting for the cutoff. But what if we have another new winner? That's a world where Harvick is in playoffs. Daytona... is the best bet for that. It sucks that we've had two winners this year, two underdog winners that you don't expect to win, and you can't really, f- or you, you don't really feel like celebrating either one of those wins because you know what it does to the playoff picture, and you're just like, ugh. There's guys that deserve to be there. Into the playoffs, yeah. 
and they don't deserve to be, or, or at least haven't shown yet that they deserve to be. Michael McDowell would not be inside the playoffs right now if it weren't for his win. Same thing with Almirola, or not, yeah, Almirola would be way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have no he's a, He would be like 200, he's like 200 points out. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just hard to, to be happy for a win like that because you know what it does to the overall big picture of the playoffs and stuff, and you're just like, well, we have two winners now that are going to be first round exits when we could have had Austin Dillon in the playoffs. He probably would have put up a fight and got himself. Here's the thing. Involved. Here's the thing. I don't think Al Morella goes out on the first round. I think he can go to round of 12. He can if they, if they get no. the performance up and, and carry this over for more than Jay, one race. Jay, the first three races in the first round of the playoff, all 750 races. He's going to make the round 12. For the sake SCR, of my insanity, I hope. He has mid twenties runs each race and gets eliminated just because I hate the situation that how he got in so much. But here's the thing, we know that Stuart Haas is really good at seven fifty. Like they're tremendously better than their five fifty package. Like all of Almirola's top tens are on seven fifty tracks. What's the round of twelve? Round of twelve. The, yeah. the scary thing is you can make the round of eight because guess what? Talladega's there. Well, yeah, I, th- I thought about that too. It's like that's a hit or miss for him. He's he's had his fair share of incidents too. But what else? Yeah. What else is in that uh, round? Vegas, he screwed okay. on the roll. See, I, I was gonna say you throw a road course into it, and write him off. Yeah, but like, but there's Talladega, so that's his shot. I think, and like I said, I think he, I think he will make the round of twelve. I, but I, I, I don't think unless something happens in Talladega that really helps him or he wins, I think he's out. Yeah, I, I agree. But, like, the thing is, is, like, I fully expect him to make round of 12. Yeah. Doesn't deserve to be there whatsoever, but I think he's going to pull at least one round out. So, um, cool for him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Jay, what Jay was saying with the underdog winners, I used to love underdog winners. Now I, I despise them because it's just, like, you just ruined the playoff grid. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah, it's no yeah. fault of the driver, yeah. but... All right. Imagine, imagine if we had this playoff system of winning your end in 2011 when Trevor Bain won the 20 when the Daytona 500. Like, but he, but he wasn't full season. Yeah, uh, that that's. But true, like, but what still, if okay. basically though? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you want a what if? You want a what if? Because I saw this on Reddit. What if Suarez won Bristol Dirt? I'm. I would love it. <laughs> playoff. Well, I love the like, format, man. It's I mean, great. technically, he. If it's not for those mechanical issues that he's had a couple of the road courses this year, he's probably close we were in to the there, man. Line right yeah. now. Well, no, no, we'd be out quite a bit because of Kurt. He's oh, he's, yeah, you're, he's out by two hundred right now, and he wouldn't be true, close. True, true. Okay, but before the issues, we were only about fifty. Yeah, and, but and like, before the Kurt win, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but like a score is one that means Harvick would be the cutoff guy. Of course, Joey wouldn't have a win at this point, but he's high, much higher in points than Harvick, which is just like, man, it's always one that everything would be a disaster. <laughs> but, um... Still got four races left, and two of them it, being road courses, and one of them being Daytona, so I mean... Well, I, I have a sneaking... Unless something crazy happens, I have a sneaking suspicion he's going to win the next two races. What's the next two? Well, okay, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, Walk both road courses. Yeah. Them, so, I mean, yeah and and any road course? One of them is a guaranteed I, Elliott dub. Yeah, Watkins Glen, I think, is probably definitely Chase Elliott. But any road course never been to, so. Yeah. I'll be right back in one second. Okay. But, yeah, no. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, road courses, Watkins Glen's Elliot, but the Brickyard could open up something because none of these guys have raced there before. So I'm not mistaken I, I in know. the fact that last year's uh, cutoff race was also Daytona, right? Yeah, it was. that's correct. Yeah, okay. great race by the way, heartbreaking. Uh, uh, last year I didn't really know who to root for. Obviously, like Hamlin was up there because I mean I'd always liked him, but I was just like I don't know who to cheer for. I was like, you know what, Jimmy's in his last year. I'll cheer for him. It was so heartbreaking watching that race there where he got oh, wrecked out. Oh, I forgot about that. It's like the seven-time champion in his final year is right on that cutoff to either get in or miss out in it, and then he just gets wiped out with, like, two laps to go or something like that. Or... Maybe he should have wrecked himself five times last season. Maybe I would have felt bad. It didn't matter. I mean, it didn't change the effect of Daytona care. was heartbreaking. I, I didn't feel bad at all. I did. <laughs> As a person what, who despised what, what Jimmy Johnson for years... And then I woke up and realized how good of a human being he is. I was just like, man, I just—he deserved to at least go out in a in a positive no. light. But I'm gonna be honest. I don't even know why I disliked him. Cause I don't know either. I'm, I look back. If you, it's like the dude's well, the one of the greatest humans of, out there. Yeah. The, the only thing I can think of is at that time my dad influenced me to not like him, and so I was just like, okay, I'll dislike Jimmy Johnson because my dad dislikes him. And then I realized how good of a driver he is and how good of a dude he is, and that's when I started liking him. But my thing is, I didn't feel bad at him missing the playoffs. One, one, it would have been probably a waste of spot. Two, he wrecked himself like five times that season. Why should I feel? Why should I really feel bad that he kept wrecking himself? Uh, I'm more like feel bad for the human, the person. Yeah. Also, to be fair, if you're able to point your way, if you point your way into the playoffs, that's not a, uh, that's not necessarily a wasted spot in my opinion. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was there to point his way in. Uh, I, I, well, I get it. I also get annoyed when people say, "Oh, COVID is the reason he didn't make it." Technically, technically. Well, the Charlotte yes. inspection as well. If you if you add a Charlotte second place finish, obviously we don't know what's going to happen. Indy, Indy, he could have crashed there too. But I mean, taking the the if they didn't cheat in Charlotte and he still finished second, that's all he needed right there to get in. So, it was an unfortunate last year for Jimmy Johnson. I mean, unfortunate last three years for Jimmy Johnson. Mm -hmm. um, it was sad watching a downfall like that for... I, I hate seeing really good people go through that. Pretty much. Like, as a Sebastian Vettel fan, seeing him go through what he did last year is just, like, heartbreaking because he didn't deserve to be dealing with that for a year. Um, but, moving on from that, Jimmy Johnson, IndyCar driver now... Uh, but yeah, I mean, we we already talked about the Almirola stuff. Um, yeah, and then now the cutoff is Austin Dillon, Reddick, Reddick up by five. Yes, and we're going to two road courses where Reddick has been very, very good. At Christopher Bell didn't have that win. He would be out, out. right now by uh, over. Over 50. Uh, he would be out. By 60, quite a large. Yeah. Yep. That's a large margin. Arguably Third. another wasted spot. 
Oh, no, actually, he's 15th I, in the points. Never mind. No, okay, if you're in the top 16 in points, you're good, and he's 15th, so. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think I agree with that one being a well, wizard's bug. I mean, well, you know, those Bell fans are going to say, Eric Jones was the problem. There's always a JGR car. That's not good. It's been proven time and time again. You take Joey Logano's garbage. I'm a, he's now a champion that wins a lot of races. Well, not he's winning one or two per year now. But then you take... Obviously, we don't know a Jones fully yet, but he's proven he can win in that car. And I think he can win a lot of races. I think Christopher Bell can win a lot of races. But I think Christopher Bell is going to fall victim to the same issue. I don't think, think it's the driver tight. problem. It's not... The car problem. Suarez had the same issue. Yeah, that 20 uh, team is... Uh, I think it's more... The thing is, I... Here's the thing with... I think it's even worse this year with Bell because like every single member on that team got changed and you also have a two-time cup champion crew chief. And the results are basically the same. I wonder if Adam Stevens regrets leaving Kyle. It's his problem now because yeah. Kyle ain't ever going to take him back for what he did. I wouldn't blame him either. Um, but, yeah. I, I mean, mean, Kyle's been exceptional lately, so. But we're looking at the points. Hamlin is at 13 points ahead of Kyle Larson. He, he, he's still, he is still surviving in the yes. league. <laughs> I, he's still consistent enough. He's just mm -hmm. like he's not the guy we're watching every week, but he's now it's like he's a quiet consistent. Where he reminds me of like a Kurt Busch all of a sudden, where he's just he's he's really quiet. You're not paying a whole lot of attention to him, but he's he's still cracking out those good finishes. It's a lot of Kenseth in, in, in the season right now. And I'm saying like I can he, he, that dude can sneak his way to the final four and steal a championship. I'm, that's all I'm saying. All he needs to win is one race to win a championship. He's, he's you don't need to win a race. Lose that top spot. I mean, you don't need to win a race if other guys have trouble. Yeah, no, he's got to be keeping Larson back for it. Well, you want to know something about this Larson thing? I mean, hey, uh, Hendrick, where'd you go? I know that where'd they've now been winless for two weeks. Wait, I thought the season was over. This is the longest Hendrick winless streak since uh the beginning of may well, which was three races the last, the, the last race they won was road america we all expected chase Elliott to win yep right i mean yeah they were good at poke and all like, but like atlanta they were like we're not i'm not saying they're bad but like they're still running good but like they haven't had winning speed. I mean, they'll click off a win in Watkins Glen, but... Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to win the next two weeks just because Chase Elliott exists. I think Kyle Larson funny, could be in the next to Glen. You want to... True, but, like, the funny thing is, like, Chase Elliott could get five wins this season all at road courses. I'll still say he's the worst Hendrick card this year. Yeah, because I'm not basing what like, you did all off of road racing. Yeah. I mean, look at Chase Elliott. He had to go to a different, entire different sports league to win it on Oval this year. Yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't even I mean, think about that. 
Oh, I gotta tweet I mean... that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> You're welcome. That was that is gold. Say that. I'm gonna what? make so many upset. Um, continue. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, that's kind of. Jonathan, I'm not a necessarily a chase hater. It's just funny to mess with the fans getting salty. Yeah, I tweeted it. Um, so I guess we'll move awesome. on though. Um, so yeah, we have an Olympic break for two weeks. No NASCAR. Actually, I'm kind of looking forward to having a nice like kind of getaway. But um, yeah, it'll be a nice little break, and then we have that just hard push to the end of the regular season, and then right through the playoffs. So. Mm. One thing I do want to talk about the cup race real quick. How did you feel about Dale Jr. being lead commentary? Oh, I'm passionate about this, actually. I think Dale did a good job. But I Rough think around the edges. People that are like, I saw people like, oh, this is so much better than Rick Allen. You are delusional as crap. <laughs> Dude was not better than Rick Allen. Okay, not even close. I think Dale did a tremendous job for the way he is. But not a chance he was better than Rick Allen. I hate to break it to you guys, but I mean that's just my opinion. Of course, I mean I'm sure people will disagree. I would like, yeah, I mean your guys' thoughts on that too. Um, uh, start with Matt. I I thought it was really good. Uh, he was really good. You could definitely tell rough around the edges for sure. Um, you could tell the nerves were definitely there being the lead guy. Um, was he? It felt. A lot more genuine than Rick Allen, because like sometimes you can just tell Rick Allen is just over the top, right? Yep. Um, if Dale Junior was, Junior would become better than Rick Allen, I think. I think yeah, if he stuck with it, he could. Because for his first would. time, he did great. Mm -hmm. So it technically wasn't his first. He did a lead for Saturday as well. Well, well, but, first, like, couple, when, first couple of times. When, when uh, the main stage, you know, the first time. I mean, mm -hmm. I think he did great. But right. I mean, I think Junior's was great to have in NASCAR. I, mean, I love Junior. Just, yeah, the, just like as the personality, you know. Especially after his career, like I wasn't like a Junior fan, like a big Junior fan, but like his after career, I've Junior's great. Yeah, what did kind you, of a, yeah, what did you I, think? I kind of agree the same same as Karma. He was certainly rough around the edges, and that was kind of the, where I missed Rick Allen. Uh, we just like the smoothness and stuff he does leading the race with all the kind of uh, promos and, and, and like actual bringing up the storylines and all that kind of stuff you have to go through. But the part where I liked him more than Rick Allen was the genuine excitement and everything he was talking about and like having Junior talk more and, and be the lead commentator to give his insight on things and bring up topics and then have him get excited over stuff happening on the track and be the one to do it as the lead announcer. I think that's where he was better than Rick Allen just because everything was so genuine and he was so just immersed into it and, and did a really good job uh, with commentating with commentating the race and making everything making everything exciting happening sound exciting through his voice. Because uh, I'll agree with Karma. Rick, he, he kind of overdoes it and oversells it a bit. Could you imagine Rick Allen doing the All Star race this season with Brad trying to chase 
um, Larson, fully knowing nothing was actually going to happen, and just how how Rick Allen was going to handle that. Could you just imagine? I don't know. I kind of like when they do it like that, though. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, but, but, like, but you know, someone, something's going on instead of like they're going around. But here's the thing: you know, but you know, nothing's going to happen. You know, he's just trying to sell you. I, yeah, absolutely. Crap. But at least them, although it's fake, them portraying it at least it, it keeps my interest a little bit more yeah. there. Um, but is there anything else from NASCAR to? Go on about. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm sure tomorrow we're gonna wake up and there's gonna be a massive like silly season news drop. Yeah, we'll. See. Uh, uh, speaking yeah, of silly season, that we record a podcast on Wednesday, Wednesdays, uh, and yeah. like release yeah. everything earlier than Thursday. Well, it would probably help if Gary would upload them earlier. Hey, 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 you know what? I'm gonna put this one up on Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, wow, you should do that every week. Uh. Sorry, I had to blame you there. They go on uh, uh, Spotify way earlier, but okay. All right, one question though. Okay. Does this win save Eric Almirola's spot if he was ever in danger? Probably. Yes. I, yeah, I was. I, I, I was. I'm conflicted because Casey Kane was in the same situation. In 2017, he won. It didn't matter. I I think though, Smithfield will. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, what I think is going to be the game changer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's, I think now he's, he's safe. Now he's had the win and put himself in the playoffs with also a sponsor backing him up. Yeah, and that, that's another thing that kind of frustrates me about the win too, is because if there was any possibility of him leaving that car, you know, there was maybe a 10 percent chance Maddie D goes there, and and now that's probably Not, gone no. in my opinion. So. I, I'm gonna be harsh, Jay. I think it was zero. I I I don't really care what you think. If there was any possibility, I think it's gone now that he's won. So I mean, it doesn't really matter what our opinions are on it. I think it's gone now, anyways. I think Eric will be be back in that car. Yeah, I and it, it's frustrating because I've been wanting to see him out of that car all year long. Well, more than this year, actually, but. And then that win, like in my opinion, it just saved him because, like you said, he's gonna make it to the round of twelve very likely. Yeah. So it's like all the schedules. Yeah. So I, I think he saved his future right there with that win. Um, I in my like, if it's up to me, I would. I mean, that win's not gonna change. Like, I wouldn't keep him. But obviously, when it comes to the business side of things, I think it's gonna be the game changer right there. So. And also another thing I guess we can talk about real quick is Bob Pockers has said many times now that Ross Chastain is top guy at track house. Lovely. How do you feel about that, Gary? Um no comment. I'm I'm Internally excited. Screaming. I am excited Internally. to um passionately cheer on half the team with a Suarez one and then cheer on hopefully Chastain's car on the wall multiple times. So it's like I'm gonna be cheering in a good way and cheering in a bad way for track house because <laughs> oh there was some three wide restarts Chastain did in New Hampshire that I was just like oh my Every god give me a break restart he sent it like just have three some com- I I get being aggressive but have some just common courtesy like ugh. 
Anyway, moving on from Chastain, I'm gonna get involved with common him. Common courtesy, Lamar. <laughs> yeah, about I don't, he doesn't courtesy. know what that is. Well, oh boy, oh boy, it's F1 time. Ooh, where oh, were they racing oh, by chance? Silverstone, Lewis Hamilton's home track. Oh, oh boy, I was um. I timed my break perfectly to go up and watch the start of the race, settle in, and uh, you know, getting all hyped up, and then it, it just it felt all right. Perfect. Before we get into oh, it, okay. before we get into oh, it. sprint race, sprint call, yeah, sprint race. Um, <laughs> the fact it was just a sprint. Yeah, their FIA was very adamant about that that it can't be a race. The fact that they give the actual poll to the sprint winner, no, not right. Then what was the point? But what's the point of doing the sprint? Set the the starting order for you the set race. Set the grid, but yeah, I think the I think the poll should still be considered who gets it qualified. I agree with Vettel and Rosberg. They were very vocal about mm -hmm. it, saying that it's it, it, it just not right. Add a I mean, new I, column I, for sprint winners. Yeah, I agree. It is it is what, but that's how the FAA wants it. So and it was okay. I mean, I, yeah, didn't was, like didn't after lap wow four. Us. After lap four, that's any F one race yeah. though, honestly. Perez wow. had a spin. I don't know, but I feel like the whole like obviously with the way uh, Silverstone was, there was just it felt like the whole time there was drama because now we're watching Hamilton yeah. try to complete this comeback. And stuff, which we're going to talk about more of why he was trying to complete oh, a comeback. But yeah, I mean, overall the sprint thing—it's oh, just like yes, yeah, whatever. Like, I—I'm I, not—I—I'm right on where I was actually before going into it. Like, I don't really care about it if we have it or not. Yeah. But um, Vettel yeah, had an I, interesting I weekend. Would, I, I think it's a cool thing to try for a couple races a year, but I hopefully I think they don't bring it back. Honestly. I think there's definitely some tracks that it would work really well at. And then there's a track like Monaco where they should never do it at. Yeah, oh, God, tracks that are, high, that are high in passing. Yeah. Do it, but... And that's why they're going to do it at Monza. That's a good one. That, that can work. Monza and Austria are like number one and two that it should happen at. Um, and then the rumored third one is Brazil. That, it, Brazil that could go either way. Yeah. Um... But it's time for the race. Well, hold up. Just one quick tidbit. I'm very curious to see if Codemasters will find a way to implement uh, this with a, a patch or something at some point this year no, or wait till next no. game. I think the only way they do it is if F1 actually makes it a thing that happens next year. Okay. Yeah, for just being a three-race experiment, I don't think Codemasters would... would oh, yeah, they're only doing it three this they, year, they, right? Because yeah, they want to do six. Yeah, they said they want to do six next year. Oh, okay, well, yeah, I knew they're only doing it three this year, and um, Codemasters already got enough stuff, A, with getting updates out for this game, and B, getting those tracks all in made. Those, those, oh, those better come quick. Made. I want them so yeah. bad. I, I hope they come quick, but there's a lot that goes into those We can tracks. talk about the game later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off podcast, uh, we had our right. talk about the game, so. Wow. Well. Oh well, this is this is race time, and that whole there was boy. there was hype, man, because Verstappen, Hamilton, front row. I'm like, this is gonna get good. 
And because they went at each other in the sprint race. Yeah, yeah, in the sprint race, I texted Gary as it was happening, and I was like, "This is fucking amazing." It was great. Um, I was like, I was like, man, like Hamilton, in my opinion, he had to get him on lap one. Yeah, and And that was his only shot. From the sprint race, the sprint race, we knew Hamilton was going to be faster in the streets at the start of the race. Yep, we knew that, and it happened. Every straight. Verstappen was attacked, and and then we got the corpse. So cops, whatever it is, cop, corpse. It, it's hard to say it how they do because when we say it, it just sounds like cops, <laughs> like the police. Yeah. But like they say it, it's like cops or something. I don't know, but um, they say it way cooler than we do. But so basically, this corner is a right bend where you're pretty much pinned. Although I drove there tonight on F1 2020, I had to let off in the hoss, but that's a hoss. But you're going. Yeah, you have to lit off in F1 now. Okay, well you're going yeah. 180. You're going 180 through this corner. You're moving. Yeah, I don't know it if they lift the in real life there though. In, uh, on the circuit. I feel like they still I, have them pinned in real life there. In in the Mercedes and Red Bull, probably yes. you can yes. probably full throttle it through there. So throughout my lifetime of being an F1 fan, which is like five, six years of being a legitimate fan now. Um, my understanding is you don't stick a nose inside yeah, to that corner. Race in that corner. And anytime and someone... I have In I, rare I, I, cases, I, I, it's happened, but that. someone goes off track. Uh, yeah. or, I mean, you can make it work, but it's unbelievably unlikely. Um... But so yeah, like the only way you can make it work is if one lets off like we had yeah. later in the race. But Leclerc yeah. backed out when Hamilton did it to him. So uh, well, Leclerc, Leclerc, Leclerc was like, "I choose to live." Yeah, Leclerc yeah, literally yeah, showed Leclerc Hamilton Leclerc what he was supposed upper... to do. Leclerc had the upper hand still in that corner as well, but he decided to. to well, he saw what he did to yeah. Max on lap one. He was like, "No, thank yeah. you. I want to do not want to go to the hospital tonight." Um, we're getting too far ahead of our yeah. here. We still so. Discuss. They come out of the carousel, and immediately and Lewis. All over the yeah, track. I mean Max does it. I thought it, at first he did a solid job. Got defensive, got over to the right side, heading down towards the corner. Lewis finds the little room there is left. I mean there was enough room to get a car there, obviously, yeah. and he sticks his. He got almost even with Max, but by the time they actually hit the brakes, Max was well over half a car length ahead. Um, and then Lewis, I mean, obviously, in my opinion, I want everyone's opinion on this, like, as deep as you want to go. Um, in my opinion, Max had the right line, he had the apex, he had over half a car width on Hamilton by the time of the apex. That was 100% Max's corner, and it was foolish, and the most, in my opinion, desperate move I've seen from Lewis Hamilton in my time watching F1, because he knew he had to complete that pass on the first lap. Otherwise, he was in a really tough spot to be able to beat he Max to complete, in the race. He had to, no, he had to do that in that turn. Yes. He's not You're not getting him any other point. After the S's, Max is going to be gone. So, yep. in my opinion, that was his only shot right there. If he didn't get him, Max was gone for the day. So, in my, like I said, I thought it was the most desperate move I've ever seen from Lewis. And obviously, it didn't work. He washed up as Max is going for the apex. Overall, overall racing incident, but in my opinion, 100% Lewis's fault, um, mm-hmm. and just uncalled for. But at the same time, 
that was his only shot in my opinion so it's like i see why he did it but it was in my opinion the wrong thing to do so i'll start with jay i want i want like your full opinion on this well first i want to start off with it's the actual incident itself is not what i have my biggest issue with that that's obviously an issue but I think it does actually boil down to a racing thing because Lewis had to go for it. He he knew what he had to do, and Max gave him the room. Lewis just wound up washing up and not driving the corner correctly. So I, I think that it was more so a racing incident, and I don't entirely put Lewis at fault. It's things after that happened that, that made me really mad at Lewis. But as far as the actual incident it's, uh, itself, I, I agree with you that that's probably the most desperate move I've seen him make. Uh, and obviously the results of, of that show that it was the most desperate move that he made. And and Verstappen, you could see they showed the onboard. He went into the corner not really knowing that Lewis was there or assuming that he was going to back out. And then he saw Lewis, he, he could see his car kind of peer up uh, over into view, and you saw Max turn to the left some to try and give him room, and then he went back to trying to apex the corner. And then right about that time, Lewis makes contact and, and hits him. So obviously Max left him the room. I mean, you could easily see that there was room for Lewis to be there. He just did not hit the corner right and wound up making contact with, with Max and sent him into the barriers. And I mean, that corner is just extremely fast and extremely tight for as fast of a corner it is. So trying that move there is going to result in exactly what happened. And Max having no chance to slow himself down or the gravel having enough chance to slow Max down before he goes plowing into the barriers. 51 exactly G happening. Yeah. I, I think that's, the only other one that I've seen around that number was Bottas's. I think it was at Austria a couple years ago, right? Where it was like 40-something Gs? Uh, I think Grosjean's was higher, they said. Grosjean's oh, Grosjean was 67. Was okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. 67. Know, Obviously, though, it was it, his was still different because his it was the guardrail and his it's car really, kind of penetrated the wall. Point, huge, but yeah. huge crash. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that corner is, for as fast as it is, it's extremely tight. And it's hard to get two cars through there correctly with both of them going at full speed. And so, I mean, again, Lewis kind of, you know, had to try that, but he did it not successfully at all. And it wound up shunting Max, and then things got worse from there. Uh, Matt, what's your opinion? Uh, basically what you guys have said, and Lewis just straight up missed the corner. I mean, like you guys have pretty much said what I wanted to say, so. Um, but I do want to get into some other things. Um, a part of me, this is an issue that's been growing for me. Enough one is the it's my corner. I think that is the stupidest line any driver can use. I actually think it's pathetic that you use that line. If the driver I says mean, that, it, no, in fair. the sense, it, no, it, like, a, let me finish Hang this. Up. Let me finish. Okay. Stuff like Austria saying, like, turn four, like, when, like, Perez, like, Lando shut Perez off and Perez shoved Leclerc off. When, he, when people say, like, oh, that was my corner, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic that the driver would say that. The car is there. Respect the fact. Actually, race them. One hundred percent BS. Can you blame the driver when the F one or the FAA rules state 
a certain what what is a driver's corner and what isn't? I mean, can you blame them? They're trying to take advantage of, of then, the rules that are in place. So, it, but mean, then 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 if that's the case, then why are they getting penalized? If it's their corner, I guess the other driver just has to back out, right? Well, I mean, even today there was a graphic pointed out about the Silverstone corner, um, which implied who had whose the, corner it was, basically it was at point. certain points. I I think it I guess comes down to it depends on the type of corner we're talking about. Because in the Austria ones, yeah, I agree. There was like it's my corner was a silly argument for a lot of those yeah. incidents, but this corner and specifically in specific, I think it's it's one of those yeah. like. One guy has the corner, well, you know. Yeah, I know. And my thing is, Lewis was like, "It was my corner." I like, what are you talking about? You're never ahead. You're at best even. And I like, I just hate when the drivers use "it's my corner" because this is like, they feel entitlement that oh, they the other driver just has to back out. That's not racing. Racing is when you have to battle the guy all the way through. But oh, it's my corner. Uh, just back out because uh, eh. Yeah, I think the the it's my corner argument works for that specific turn at Silver at Silverstone. But just, but ninety percent of the time, not when, it's not. not when Lewis is is the one saying it because obviously he's wrong. But if Max had been saying it, he would have been right. But for a slow corner like Austria, where the specific incident happened between Perez and Lando. Oh. Yeah, I guess you could argue you can't say that there because it's a slow corner where two different lines can work. Give them yeah. room. And, and then there's Silverstone the... where it's a fast corner where there's only one line that can really work through there and only one car can fit at the time. You have an argument for it's my corner. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But like, it's just like a oh, like this this incident just like I'm getting sick of hearing this because it's ridiculous. Yeah, and in ninety percent of cases, ninety ninety percent of cases, and then and then later in the race you see the Perez. Raikkonen thing, and I'm just like, what in the hell is happening? Like when Perez just completely just turns in on Raikkonen, even though yeah, Raikkonen is yeah. completely there the entire time, and you're just like, what was that? What Perez? You're gonna say that was your corner? He's reminded me of uh, the the struggling drivers that have been in Red Bull the last few weeks. But, but it's not about who the driver. Is. It's like what Perez? You're gonna say that was your corner? So you're just gonna do that? The fact that neither of them got penalties, I'm like, what the hell? Yes, yeah, FIA is weird, man. Um, well, let's I move. Saw, uh, oh, go ahead. I was I was gonna say I saw uh some interesting comparisons put on Twitter about the penalties and stuff that was received for this incident and to prior things, and it put some really good perspective on it and made it seem like okay, wow, these rules are interesting, because Sonoda got. 10 seconds of penalties for each time that he crossed the pit line at Austria. And that was just crossing the pit line by a couple inches. But Lewis completely destroys a dude and sends him to the hospital and he gets a 10 seconds. Penalty. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. But they it's also the came outcome. out and said, yeah, it's not the outcome, basically, of what causes them to give the time or like determine the time penalty or whatever. Uh, it's the action. To, to me, yeah. that's kind of dumb. I, I think that the outcome. Should be considered, yes. Well, massive part into it. I now I'm going to get into an even bigger issue. That is, this 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 is gonna. I don't know if you knew about this, but this is gonna piss you guys off even more than you probably already are about this entire incident. And it needs to change. 
in some way. Mercedes said if the red flag didn't come out, they would have had to retire Hamilton. I yeah, I saw that. Because there was suspension damage. But oh, red flag, you can repair it. No problem. You're back where you exactly were. It's a brand new race. It's all okay. Bullshit. It that one didn't make me it, angry because I'm like, no, yeah, no, like it's it already a, a it, rule. But like, it was still like, it what needs the heck? To change. Yes. Because this is because it's not just a Hamilton thing. Because we've had these red flags with standing starts. How many times since the and. Uh, the Monza race last year, like six of them. Yeah, I, I will like. say by the way, they keep on doing these red flags. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I like them. Too, they need like, to change yeah, this, the format during the red flag. Why should you be able to repair your car? Yeah, that's yeah. Okay, this is and this being is the I one that caused it. Yeah, this is what I think it should be. If you repair your car, you must start last. Yes, one hundred percent. At the, in the immediate moment before anything else started happening, that was the part that me that had me the most mad, because he he went from okay this wreck happened we're gonna have the possibility of either retiring the car or spending a lot of time on pit road to fix or on pit lane to fix the car, and now all of a sudden he gets a free red flag to fix everything and just resume from where he was and mm, I didn't like it's that. It's not a Lewis thing either. Like this isn't no, about no, no. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. For that specific that, an example, about Lewis, yeah. But, funny, but as a whole, it's kind of dumb yeah. that anyone in the paddock can do that. And the funny and thing is, is Hamilton's benefited from it twice this season. Yeah, yeah, he almost went a lap down. He was uh, a lap down. He, yeah, sorry, he was a lap down, and then got to get his lap back previously. So, it, yeah, it, it's frustrating because it's like that's not how it should be. You shouldn't get a free pass. You make a big mistake, like Hamilton wrecked himself. But he basically got rewarded, in a sense, right? Like, well, oh, yeah, I he got a race win pass. and chopped the the championship lead yeah. down. Yeah, and I'm talking about like Imola, where he like he's legitimately wrecked, and he get a free pass because he's like, oh, I can get back to second place free. You're like, this isn't this is not right. I think if they it's plan right. to do more red flags, I hope they reconsider it during the off season on how their format is going to be with that. I think the more red flags is actually a, a good thing in an entertainment yeah. purpose. And I think they are not going to shy away at all over the next while from doing this. So but well, they need to they need to look into those things. All of a sudden we've had more wrecks that need red flags. Because uh, of massive damage to the barriers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's been like coincidental too, right? So yeah. Um, but I still think they're not going to hesitate nowadays to throw that red flag and stuff. Like the Verstappen yeah. one, could have just been a normal safety car at Baku. It could have been, yeah. So they could have ended yeah. the race under safety car. Yeah, and, which they've yeah. done before. So yeah. uh, Bahrain with Leclerc when he was leading, and then obviously had the engine issue. They ended that under safety car, but. Uh, we're not going to move on from Lewis yet. I want to, as well, um, bring in post-race before we really talk about... What, there, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about in the race, but... Um, so, Lewis, how he can handled mention, everything. Can I mention the penalty for a second? Okay. <laughs> the penalty that he got? Well, let's talk about that in the stupid. race stuff. Okay. Yeah, so I just want to quickly talk about the post-race and how Lewis handled everything. First of all, the comments towards Lewis online after the race were disgusting. Um, 
And when I saw that crash immediately, I was like, people are going to be ripping the poor guy so hard. Um, and it was disgusting to see what some people were saying. But yeah, what I was obviously it's his home race. It's going to be very excited to win. But as a person that's gained a lot of respect for Lewis lately, I was disappointed to see. I was disappointed in him on how he handled the post-race celebrations and stuff and how he acted, not with the celebrations, but specifically how he talked about the incident with Max as well. I was just disappointed just, to see how he handled that. It was that I lost so much respect to Lewis. I, I've never really liked Lewis off the track, but on the track, I always respected how good of a driver he was. And he always at least handled himself the right way uh, and or at least in a, in a decent way with all the interviews and anything he's ever done before involved around his racing. But he's, he, he washed all that away with the way he handled himself as soon as he took the checkered flag on Sunday. He, I mean, just, wow. Uh, he, he handled that so incredibly poorly. It, it was, I, I was in, Oh, of how his, bad he handled it. Yeah, it was literally jaw dropping. His celebration was so cringe and just like, "What are you doing, my dude?" Like, like it, it literally felt like he was deliberately celebrating to like be in Max's face and get be under like, their skin. Did. You know? Yeah, because he, that was his eighth win in Britain. It's not like he's. It's not like it was his first ever win there, and it's not like that was a championship winning win. It's not like he won the championship with that win. Uh, and he's still like, like he's, I'm, yeah, no. But what I'm saying is, is, it wasn't like confirmed that he wins the championship with that, or it wasn't his first win ever in Britain to Silverstone. It was his eighth win there, and we're still only not even halfway through the season yet. I don't think. Yeah. So I mean, the and he's never celebrated like that before after winning a Silverstone. It's so, like the yeah. just the way he did it felt deliberately like, hey Max, look at me, screw you. You know, it, it just felt really, really distasteful. And Max even kind of said that in his post, and I agreed with it. It's like, what I, are you I just, doing? You're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. It, he it never really took responsibility either. Still saying that he had the corner yeah. and all this stuff, and never really even said that he hopes Max is okay until way afterwards on a post on social media. So, I mean, it's that's just that's like, that's oh. that's I think that's he asked on the radio if he was okay, actually, after the accident. Yeah, but he, he never. But he like, didn't take any responsibility for anything. He said it in his interviews. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's just like. He's he he's not even acknowledging the fact that uh, oh it could have been my fault like one percent. He doesn't think yeah. he did. There was it was all Max's fault. Oh, yeah. Max is an over aggressive driver. Fun fact: only three drivers on the entire grid have zero penalty points. One of them is Max Verstappen. You want to know the other two? Alonzo and Schumacher. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Hmm, it's interesting. Alonzo has been in F1 for two years, and Schumacher's a rookie who runs like, in the back. Who was the one making the desperate move in the first place, you know? Yeah, exactly. Verstappen had the lead and also had the inside covered off, but you still went there where there was barely room. It, there was you room, forced there was it. barely room. Yeah, like, like come on, Lewis. Just, yeah, I mean... He didn't take any responsibility. It's just like, man, I, it, it rubbed me so wrong. They still haven't yeah. taken any. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure even in his post that he made on social media, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the post that he made on Twitter and Instagram, he even still mentioned that he felt he made the right move and was not at fault. I can but then um, find it here in a second. but uh, I could be wrong, but I, f I feel like that was in the statement. I feel like I remember reading that. Oh, my God. It, it, it is it's disappointing, just, you know? Like, I can't, I, like, I feel like I just can't even like Lewis anymore after this because it was he, so dis said here. distasteful. He says, uh, I send my best wishes to Max, who is an incredible competitor. I'm glad to hear he is okay. I will always race hard, but always fairly. <laughs> and then says, so my yeah, team no, showed grit and perseverance out there. It's a dream to win in front of my home crowd. Um, but like yeah. The whole riding around the track with the Britain flag, I don't think he's ever done that before, right? No, I think I'm he's done be... that. I think he's, he's done, done that. that. He's, yeah. done he's, that. he's done that? Okay. Well, well, still, it just felt like a, I don't know. It, the whole thing felt weird. It, it just felt wrong. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't right. Um, yes. Like, you feel that in F1 a lot more often. It's just like, the, this guy just should not know. This is just not right. Yeah. Uh, the Even though, like, we all like Perez, the his win last season felt so... The, the gutty feeling for Russell was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I don't think I've ever felt so gutted after an F1 race other than that uh, Bahrain outer ring race. For I me, I was so happy because I wanted to see Perez remain in F1 because I like Perez. Yeah, I like Perez too, but like, this the Russell thing, just like, you just, yeah, I mean, that like, was so sad. You felt so. Like, Even the one him time losing we actually wanted and Mercedes to win, the one time we wanted Mercedes to win, they screw, screw up royally. Mercedes pit stops, man. Um, and, honestly, and also, there's one more thing about Lewis. Like, I'm going to say, he's been really sloppy this season. Who? Lewis. Oh, absolutely. Over, overall. He's made, he's made the most mistakes he's made before. And I think it's genuinely because of the pressure that Red Bull's put on. Maybe it mixes well with, like, not fully comfortable with the way the car is this year, right? But. Hey, it's something. Could I, be. But yeah, I, just, I mean, Red Bull's just, putting on more pressure than they ever have in this era, so. And it's just, I, I honestly don't like even talking about it because I just feel so distasteful towards the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and all, all I'm going to say is it's going to be very interesting how Max takes I think this. this changes everything between them. Oh, yeah. yes. It well, the fact, the fact. Rivalry did absolutely heated now, and Max is gonna turn into a bull but you know you know max's fist when the first thing he did was unfollowed him <laughs> unfollow lewis on him back. but this is like in my opinion um this i said it already this was like a thing that had been building up to happen like we knew they were gonna have an incident at some point like they've had run-ins but like i was like one of these times they're gonna have a crash and it finally it happened it did not surprise me that it happened at Silverstone either because based on the way that they raced each other at the beginning of the sprint and then the way they raced each other at the beginning of that race, that mm -hmm. quarter of a lap before Verstappen wrecked, like, they were going at it more than they have before. Like, mm -hmm. holy crap. But you got to say, the that way was, they were racing each other, driving. the way they were oh, racing yeah, each yeah. other is great for F1. Yes. Tremendous. I, that I was awesome. It. Some of the, like, best showcase of racing... I've ever watched like F1 just puts on just the most incredible sporting events. It's unbelievable.
when they when they actually have passing happening and actually have competitive uh, competitiveness for the lead and not just one dominating team, F1 can be extremely exciting. And we saw that uh, this past weekend at Silverstone. I mean, that was, you know, mm. obviously until the unfortunate things happened with Verstappen, like that first quarter of a lap and then those first couple laps of the sprint where they were still close to each other. Uh, that, that was fantastic. That first half the lap leading up to the crash, like, is like the most just like, it felt like the craziest like sporting moment I had ever watched. Because, yeah. like, they were just going back and forth, going at each other so hard, and then it just led to this massive moment right here that could be season-changing, potentially. We don't know. Hopefully it's not season-changing. But, like, it was just... Uh, it was, I was in awe. I couldn't believe what I witnessed. Um, Which I... It's just, like, obviously, like, NASCAR has those moments and stuff, but not to that extent. It was just, like, it just felt so unreal what I had witnessed there. But yeah, uh, on track with the actual race, Charles Leclerc ended up uh, oh, leading yeah. like 50 of the 52 laps. 49. 49. And then Lewis got to him. Well, yeah, Jay actually wanted to talk about the 10 second penalty for Lewis. So once again, yeah, that... oh, go ahead. Sorry. They they base it. They, they don't base it off the outcome of what happened. Basically, it's based off of the the rule they broke or whatever. But the wrongdoing they did, not the actual outcome of it. Um, so Lewis only gets 10 seconds, and with the way the everything happened, that didn't really affect him that much. And he's in a Mercedes. So, I mean, I was like, yeah, he's still going to win the race. And sure enough, he went and won the race. It didn't look like he was with 15 to go. Yeah, but then team orders happened, and I'm pretty sure Leclerc was still having that issue as well. I don't think so. I think it was just... The hards were just Mercedes is what they needed. Yeah, it could have been that too, but uh, yeah, that was the the second least severe penalty he could have gotten. Uh, I I don't know exactly what others. I don't know what all the steps are, but they were saying that was the second least uh, severe penalty he could have gotten, which to me is uh, ridiculous because even when you ignore the outcome of what happened to Verstappen and you look at what he did, he full sent into a corner that you don't need to be full sending into because it's so fast and tight and only one car can fit in there at full speed. So I, I don't know how you look at that and go, okay, he only deserves a 10-second hold in the pit box. Like, it, it obviously it did nothing because he still won the race. So that was just, that penalty to me was so incredibly stupid, especially after the way, how aggressive they were in Austria. And they go and give him 10 seconds for that? That's stupid. By the oh, way. <laughs> what the heck? But look at poor Bottas now. It's just like, yeah, he's just a team guy. Like, they get, Lewis had this big penalty, or not big penalty, but this 10 second stop and hold, and he still goes, blows the doors off of Valtteri, and he's long gone and wins the race. I'm like, poor Valtteri. Still at this gets point. team orders given to him to let yeah. Lewis through. I'm just like, man, I mean, shouldn't have had Lewis run him down in the first place, but poor dick, poor guy. It's a matter of time till they announce the Russell thing at this point. But, um, yeah, I felt awful for Charles. Another win slipping away from him, and it's the Ferrari win. Yeah, this is the Ferrari win. Uh, I mean, it wasn't much he could do, obviously. So yeah, I mean, it, with the medium tires, it looked like the race was over. You know, like yeah. because it's like, well, he's holding Hamilton like two and a half seconds back, 
and then he's gonna get the 10 second penalty the race is over and now Matt Hamilton is actually finds to be over a second faster every lap and he's like huh he was just saving I just thought thing is Leclerc pitted like five laps after him after Lewis what's the crazy thing he's in a Ferrari yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That, I mean, that's what it came down to. Um, yeah. I mean, it was unfortunate for Charles, but I mean, yeah. good for him to get a nice podium finish, though. So, yeah. um, what was it? Botas was third, right? Yep. And uh, Red Bull made Perez uh, sacrifice his race to make sure they could try and get that extra point for the fastest I mean, lap to keep. Lap and he wasn't gonna get them points, so. Yeah, and that that kept Hamilton at least from an extra point. So the Verstappen still has the point lead by eight. So obviously cut way down. It just shows how yeah. it is ironic how like the same weekend, you know, Toto's just like, well, one max DNF, we're right back in it. Yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, he just had to, he just had to wreck him. Yep, that's all you got to do apparently. So yeah, I mean unfortunate and we look at what's coming up next is hungary and that is going to be july 30th so next weekend i think that's all red bull there you can only hope i don't i don't, I don't see a way mercedes tops yeah, them based off the way their car the comparisons I, I don't see how that works spa i it's like similar to um silverstone lewis is gonna have to get him on lap one on that here's long the straight. Here's the thing. They purposely, they purposely put more downforce on Max's car at Silverstone. And I don't think they're going to do that at Spa. Yeah, they want him to get away. Yeah. Well, I mean, we just don't know. And then the Netherlands so. is coming up. Imagine if the him, uh, Lewis, and Max are going at it there. The Sea of Orange. I, I think, man... Lewis is lucky that Netherlands isn't the next race. That would be... I, I would not want to go there. Oh, boy. I, I expect tensions will still be high when they get to Netherlands. Oh, the tensions are high for the rest of the season. The rest of the season. This, this, it changes everything, in my opinion. I agree, yeah. And the fact that Max has said nothing since, I think says a lot. Usually when they're staying dead silent, that's not the good thing. Yeah. So... Um, shout out to Ricardo who actually seemed to Showed be up. back on track. Yep, seemed to be back on track. So he had a good run. Yep. Um, can confirm Max has not followed Lewis back yet. So, um, yes, excellent, <laughs> beautiful. This is great. I wonder if Lewis follows Max, but um, yes. he, he, I, he should be right. But yeah, that's besides the point. So. Yeah, he is following him. Uh, yeah, this is a crazy weekend in racing, to say the least, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. Overall, good weekend of racing. Um, before we move on, there's one point I see here before Nitro. Uh, it's back to the NASCAR subject, and. Oh. It's Is for it the, the Coke Zero yeah, oh 400 or Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona for the regular season finale. 
uh, coming up here in a August 28th, a little, little over a month. Once again, we complained about this before. We got a country music artist for the pre-race concert. Surprise? Not at all. I actually know who this artist is. Not saying I enjoy them, but I know who it is. But I'm just like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. I did see on Twitter uh, other people were mentioning like that. We're trying to like push in this other direction and then we keep bringing in country music artists to do our pre-race stuff. You know? So They want us to go to sleep before the race? Yeah. Not much to say about it. I mean, yeah, it's just like, oh, not again. But we yeah. we we expect it at this point. But, we expect um, no less. Yeah. Nitro happened. Darlington. It was Darlington. Darlington. Right? Well, there was F one as well. Japan. Japan. Yeah, Jay Darlington. was that. Jay was in Japan for that race. So. Yeah. I had a miserable time. Ah, uh, yes, you did. Staring. Uh, I never. MJ, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I don't ever want to race around you again on F1. <laughs> it's it, it's a painful experience. Um, Jay, how was your race? It's good. Uh, you know, had another race once again ruined by penalties. God, I hate strict corner cutting. Twenty, holy crap, it's bad. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was good. Um. I, that, that's all. That's all I got to say. It was a race in Japan where I felt like I was extremely strong in the rain. I've always been strong in the rain on F1, uh, and and so I felt like I was good towards the end. Just wound up losing a couple spots due to dumb penalties. But um, Matt, uh, I finished sixth. <laughs> I mean, I. I, I didn't expect much going into this one. And uh, I got exactly what I thought I was going to get. So it, it took me uh, like almost half the race to just adapt back to the 2020 driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 2021 to 2020, when I first started playing 2021, I'm like, man, I don't know about this. And now yeah. I'm just like, oh, 2021, I'm just like, oh, I like it so much better than 2020. Yeah. Um Yeah, yeah. It was uh That's the next challenge, is they're gonna have to go back and forth between F one twenty twenty one and then twenty twenty. Only four more though, so Yeah. I mean I'm not taking obviously what I'm doing this season serious at all until yeah. next season. Yeah. I'm just kinda here to just all, all, all you should really worry about is getting enough points to get the team you want. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. If I don't get stuck behind a Ferrari then uh think I'll be all right. No, I mean it. Whatever car he was in, MJ MJ can be very annoying. Just cause I actually I'm tried sure. to clean him out in the last turn, and intentionally, by the way, I'll completely admit it. I tried to take him right right out of the race. Cause you, cause you know what he does, right? He basically just sits. In, basically, in turning sections, he just sits and lean, and then basically, in straightaways, all he does is go enrich and full ERS. Oh. Well, the, only, the main problem I had is, you know, 130R? Yeah. Why is it not called 130L? Because it's a left. But anyways, uh, I ran him down from like three seconds back. Yeah. Like, no problem. Within a lap, I was right on his gearbox. We come out of that turn, heading down the long straight towards the 130R. 
-hmm. and like I just pull up alongside him. I'm going. I'm like just about ahead of him. He cuts you off. He doesn't cut me off, but he does what you're talking about with the ERS and all that crap, and forces it side by side into there to where I get shoved off in the grass, and I'm like, homie. So I'm like three seconds back again. Within two laps, I'm on him. And he makes a mistake in the S's. He goes wide, comes back on the track. I'm like, oh, no. I accidentally swerve over and just cut his nose off and clip him in the front tire. Um, But then I made my own mistakes after that and got put behind him again. And then on the last lap, I was just like, I'm just going to try and wreck him. I actually failed at trying to wreck him. I hit him, but I didn't wreck him. So, But uh, that's besides the point. Um, That's a little excessive, Gary. I just wanted to get that out because I was like, come on, MJ, like, be a little more courteous. It, it's not NASCAR, out. basically. You're not going to get that from him. I'm just t- telling you that. Uh, like Monaco, 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 I was side by side with him. He threw me into the wall. So you want down like the front straightaway at Monaco? Yeah. Like I was clearly there and he just chopped my wing off. So I want to know what I did? What? I drove it so hard into turn one. Basically, I was like, you let me go or you DNF. Oh. I mean, start penalizing and me. Our, and like, I had like an orange wing, and in one lap I pulled three seconds on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Poor MJ. Um, it's a, especially at Monaco. Just like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Um, But that's besides the point. Uh, NASCAR. Darlington. Darlington. Uh, I don't remember how exactly I did. I missed I, pit lane twice. Yeah, you, you love pit lane. And I hate pit lane on every single racing game on the planet. I race the funny NASCAR thing is, F1. How the, how the cup rules are, you shouldn't be doing this stuff. I, absolutely not. <laughs> but, but you do it every week. <laughs> I still find a way. I'm like, I'm going to find a way to screw myself no matter what. It definitely screwed you out of the wind this week. Yeah. And then I got stuck racing with Jonathan. Because um, I, I was really fast uh, at the end. I don't think I was going to yeah. get to Andrew, but I was. I had a slim chance. But then I got stuck with Jonathan. And the other? Something happened? Remember Chaffee was leading? Oh, yeah. Andrew put him in the wall. Because he was put him, like really put him in the wall, and I haven't voiced my opinion at all because I was like Andrew's just gonna rip into me no matter what I say. But I will say, um, I don't really care for someone that is extremely vocal when people get aggressive and get physical with each other, and then you go and do the, and then you just go and clean out Chaffe like that. Was just like, I mean, like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> either either you're for it or you're not. I mean, clearly you showed what you're, yeah, I mean, what, how you really feel right there. I mean, Chaffe was um, not going to be much of a threat within the next lap, but he decided to full send on purpose, intentionally. It was completely intentional. Yeah. So uh, it was completely unnecessary, in my opinion. I mean, Yeah, I mean, you saw what I said in Discord, so. Uh, I don't know if I did. Well, he was complaining about Eric Amarola racing Chase way too hard. Oh, no, I didn't see this happen, no. All right, and I, then I said, oh, I mean, I, I was like, well, I shouldn't be surprised considering uh, you, know, you 
you complain about getting erased in any racing game, so. <laughs> and then he started, you know. Ranting. I was, I, I came in, yeah, that's when I came yeah, in yeah. and saw it all going down. I was like, what the heck's going on here? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm all for getting physical. I mean, I'll go and do it myself. I've proven that. I'm like, okay. And yeah, then, but I mean, I mean, everyone in that Darlington race was like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I felt bad for Chaffee. Obviously, like, yeah, yeah. Chaffee like, was getting was passed crazy. no matter what. Yeah, but, like, he was actually, like, legitimately fast that race. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, um, fourth. But, yeah. Someone that wasn't good. <laughs> you? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw my Nitro video, but I literally skipped from lap 130 straight to the end of the race. I, I think it was the shortest Nitro video I've ever done. It's definitely one. It was the shortest one I've done, and it is not doing good yet. It's only at eight hundred and something views. I mean, and it's flatlining. I'm like, man. I mean, I, I mine's mine's doing fine, but I've never had a nitro video below one k. This one might be it. This one might be the first, and I'm like, heck, if you guys want so bad, I'll just fully dump NASCAR and go to F1 at this rate. <laughs> I mean, Nitro videos are fun, so... I'm guessing you're not, we're not getting one of Japan? No, I was so annoyed with the MJ stuff, I just deleted it immediately. I was just like, wow, nope. okay. But, I mean, I was slow. I, I knew the car was going to be too tight. I knew it. I saw the preset. I knew it was too tight. And it turned out to be true, so... Um, where did you finish? Seventh. Okay. Yeah, that was rough then. And then we had iRacing. Yes, we did. So it was interesting. I, I I think the first run of the race was my best run overall. Um, I actually mm-hmm. led. I led way more laps than I thought. North I was like Wilkesboro. North Wilkesboro, by the way. Yes, North Wilkesboro. I took the lead early. I was like Matt saving way more than I am. He'll be by me in like twenty laps. I actually led like a good chunk. I did not. It it, it was not twenty laps. Yeah, it was. It not, I think it, it was like seventy. It was, so, like 80, it was like yeah, something before. like that. And I was like, man, I led more laps today than I have all season, including the wins and stuff. So, yeah, um, that was fun leading, and I had a nice rhythm going. But then in the last twenty-five to thirty laps of the run, I really started to fall off, and I was just trying to hang on as long as I could. Uh, and then I came in, and then you you really stayed out long. Mm-hmm. You did a one stop, so. Um, for me, I was like, I realized, I was like, after you had pitted, I was like, you're going to run me down, no problem, and pass me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to fight you whatsoever if you had gotten to me. I was just like, there would be no point to fight you. Yeah. So I was like, my only hope is to somehow try a two-stop and see what I can do. And that wasn't going to work either because I wasn't gaining enough at the end. Uh, I think I was like fourth or something. And which was good, yeah. I was happy. I was like, okay. I mean, I'm if I can get Chaffe, then I wasn't gonna get Chaffe either. My pace fell off too much. But yeah. then I come out of turn four. It was a '99 car it was spinning. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's gonna get good. Um, and then and this, and this is when me and Bryce are just battling for the lead. Yeah. So we had a quick little dash, and Chaffe spun out on the inside of me, and that set up for the last restart yeah and i was like i'm trying to figure out what i'm gonna do here so i pitted again 
Everyone except me. Except for you. And I, I'm like looking. I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna be on the inside. So I stop, or I, I slow way up and I let uh, the other mat get in front. And yeah. then I, I go. Inside like, sucks. Yeah. Northwoods. But it was. My problem was, I don't know. So, the first restart that we had, I didn't mm-hmm. put fuel in the car. And I couldn't turn. Car wouldn't turn whatsoever. I mean, the car was tight as hell. And so then the next one, the last stop, I was like, okay, I'm just throwing fuel in it. And it was the same thing. It didn't. The car didn't feel any different. It didn't turn you, you, you again. Wanna, you want to know what it felt like? Hmm. It felt like it was five five hundred fifty horsepower. You, you like you? It did, didn't it? Yeah. But it's North Wilkesboro. It's only like point six miles. It's just yeah. seven fifty. And I just overdrove the corners on the last restart is why I couldn't turn. I was throttling up too early, trying to get everything talking I could. About, talking about someone overdriving the corners on the final Right. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I didn't know oh, where. I knew it was coming, too. I was like, I, I thought he was going to wait till either turn three coming to the way or the last lap. Yeah. But then he goes into turn one. I'm just like, oh, no, here we go. And I'm like, yeah. next up, I'm like, how do I avoid this? <laughs> and, like, it worked out. Mm-hmm. And I got through, and I'm on his back bumper, and I'm like, the only thing I can do is just shove him out of the way. I was like, he did it to Matt. I'm just gonna clean him out right here. But then I just <laughs> screwed up. I screwed up my whole corner, um, uh, and I couldn't even get to his bumper because I was trying to dump him. Like, I wasn't mad because I knew it was coming. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, we all knew it was coming. By the way, he was he called yeah. a shot too. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna take him out. <laughs> well, he he was like, I'm I'm just gonna drive it in really deep, but like. I'm in a tough spot because I was like, well, they have fresher tires. Even though it's like three laps. It's at North Coast Road, so three laps means quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. I can't start on the inside. Like, you just can't. No, no, not at all. Like, you got to pray. Like, the only way the inside is going to work is if I completely overdrive the corner and Bryce just drives around on the inside of me. Yep. And... You had to take the outside. I mean, the only, the only thing I can say is, like, I didn't clear him into the turn. That's basically all I can say. Yeah. And, I mean, it is what it is. I wasn't mad about it. Yeah, I don't even... Where did you finish? It was probably, like, sixth? Seventh. Seventh. Seven. I got fourth because I spun out out of the final turn. Yeah. I was only going to be third. Price one. I was Price. hoping... I had a little bit of hope left. I was like, hopefully Matt Sicily will be close enough to try and, like, yeah. send it. But he wasn't close enough either to do anything. So, but I mean, overall, it was a decent race. I yeah. think it was actually the best oval race of the year, other than Daytona. Yeah. So, I next year's gonna be interesting at Richmond. Is that, oh, is it Richmond? No, I don't Gotta like grip that strips. one. Grip strips suck. Dude, if you thought it was pass, hard to pass the North Expo, boy, you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> Oh, I love the fact that it was hard to pass when I was leading. <laughs> yeah. Um, I battled you, know, you so hard. Because I knew, I was like, if you get ahead, you're gone. And I, I was like, with the strategy game I'm going to play, I need to keep him as close as I can, as long as I can. Yeah. So I was like, I just got to force him on the inside no matter what. And I was I was trying to pinch you so hard. And it worked for a while. And, but eventually, and, I just had nothing. I mean, Bryce was doing the same thing to me. And like, I'm going to be honest. If that caution never came out, like near the end to set up like the last like ten laps of that race, I honestly don't think I could have got him without like hitting him out of the way. Yeah, would you have hit it him? Was, 
I feel like you and I race a lot different. So in terms yeah. of finishing, I used to be, I used to be in that position where I'm like, I'm not going to dump a guy. And now I'm just like, get out of my way. <laughs> I, I, I'm more, I'm more like how it's more for me. It's more, how do you race me? Yeah. I don't know. My mentality changed after last season in nitro and well, it kind of built up where like the way people race me mm-hmm. and I'm just like, okay, if I have a win, opportunity i don't really care how i get it if i have to shove you out of the way to do it i'm gonna do it and like you owe me but you have to get back to me at some point to do it anyway so my goal is to just outrace you anyway so you don't get that opportunity yeah um yeah i kind of feel the same way uh i'm trying to think because like there's definitely some people i would not hesitate to just move all the way on the last one there's there's more than that i'd even dump you well, I kind of deserve it. <laughs> oh yeah, we still haven't got payback from NASCAR Heat. Uh, Even Jay is my best friend. I'd dump him for a win. I'd dump your ass too. Unless it's Talladega, because I can't dump him. You you trying to make a move at Talladega probably means you get dumped. <laughs> Wait, yeah. It's in the Heat series generally. Um. Yeah, no, I, I went from being extremely conservative, too, to just not caring anymore because of constantly getting raced like an idiot. So I was just like, well, I'll start racing like an idiot, too, and shove my way through if I have to. I mean, also, my I, at this point, I'm just more like, just get me off heat, man. I don't really care. I'm just... Very curious for this next game. I think in the next couple of weeks, we'll talk a lot about it more, too. But yeah, as well for me and Jay, like it's like... What's the spectating system going to be like? Um, what do you mean? Why would we? I've I don't, I've had a lot of change in feelings where I'm like, it depends because I'm gonna at least I feel like I want to do at least one season on there as a driver still. But I'm like, if I can keep winning races, I'm like, why would I quit? <laughs> you know? It's leaking. Gary and Jay are leaking. Leak. But, I'm not leaking. I'm not leaking shit. We'll see what um, happens there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, because like I mean, at this point, I don't. I like whatever happens this season. Like I don't really. We're care, just man. literally there to just make it happen and then get to the mm-hmm. next game. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I pretty much everyone in Nitro is it. Like we're because like, like Heat Four is the same as Heat Five essentially, right? Like yeah. It, we are really sick of racing <laughs> league racing on this game. That's why I gave it up. I I was just I, yeah. Um. Well, there's one thing about Nitro, Gary. This week is going to be very interesting. Why? It's Michigan. Oh, yeah. With high draft. Yeah, and it's the regular season finale. It, that's probably not going to be very exciting playoff bubble to be honest. But someone has to was. win, so uh, not necessarily realistic. So the person in right, now, the last person, Rocket, Rocket is eleventh. All he has to do is start. Everyone eleventh on up just has to start, basically, which is whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Durham is the last one in with Jay and Cobra retiring for respective respected reasons. So Durham's in 
LCS is 10 points behind him. Depends on LCS for even racing because his work schedule is whack. Um, other than that, Master Killer and Blake are the only two people eligible, and they would have to win. Hooray. And we just get to sit back and watch. Well, the the race is going to be insane. Well, yeah, there'll be some crashing. Thumbnails, please. Oh, God. (laughs) It's high draft. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) That'll be great. Um, I need to work Uh, on my thumbnails for Nitro. Yes, Master, you do have a chance to make the Um... I think it's gonna be a disaster. Yeah, it'll be a disaster. But I think that's pretty much it. That was a good. We talked for two hours tonight. I mean, we kind of had to. Yeah, uh, we could have spent two hours just talking about Silverstone. I think we really wanted to, but yeah. Um. So of course, there's no NASCAR or F1 this upcoming weekend. Next weekend there'll be F1, but no NASCAR. So I think what we're gonna do next week is really dive into the gaming side of NASCAR and stuff again. Hopefully there's some more news. But if there's oh, not, we're no. still going to dive into it anyways and just kind of try and find stuff to talk about with just the future in general of NASCAR gaming. And we might talk about other gaming stuff going on and maybe some silly season NASCAR news. We'll, we'll find stuff to talk about. So uh, it'll be all right. So. Yeah, I mean, is there any last points anyone wants to bring up before we end it here? I don't have anything else. No. All right. Well, if you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. If you stuck around for the whole time, this is definitely one of the longer ones we've done. But it was a good time. It was a good conversation tonight, I think we had. I actually feel like this is probably probably our best show so far. Um, Just overall with the stuff we talked about. And, uh, yeah. If you guys enjoyed, you know what to do. Thank you all for taking the time of your day to listen or watch on YouTube, Spotify, whatever you do. And we will see you guys next week. Have a great day, everybody.